What's up guys, welcome back to a brand new video. Today we have an absolutely crazy story of this spoiled rich kid who ends up burning down the school. The number of spoiled kid arson stories I've received is pretty crazy, but out of all the ones I've told on this channel, this is definitely the craziest one that I know you will enjoy. So sit back, relax, subscribe if you're new and like stories, leave a like on the video right now to claim your free nothing, and let's just jump right into it. So we're gonna call the subscriber who submitted this story, Chris. So anyways, right, this all started as a normal day in fifth grade for Chris. Obviously, it didn't end as a normal day as, or as an end, it didn't end as a normal story, as you can probably tell by the title of this video, but it all started as a normal day for Chris. So anyways, there's a kid in Chris's class who we're going to call the spoiled rich kid. I'm not even going to give him a name. It's, I just might confuse the names. You already know if you watch this channel for a while, my brain can sometimes be very small and I confuse the names, but we're just going to call him the spoiled rich kid. So anyways, the history behind this guy is he's been kind of notorious for the longest time. I say this every single time I make a spoiled kid video, or at least I try to, and that is that, you know, just because you have access to money, just because you've made money, or in this situation, just because your parents have money doesn't necessarily make you a bad person. It, I mean, it doesn't inherently make you good or bad. I'd say it's pretty clearly a neutral. However, it's the way you act if you have money. I'm sure that there are kids who are watching this video right now who don't have a lot of money because their parents don't have a lot of money, and some kids have a lot of money. And if you got a money, you know, hey man, hit the join button next to my channel. We're going to have some pretty cool perks in the next week as I am streaming much more consistently. Anyways, this kid, though, the spoiled kid in today's story, well, he wasn't the greatest, if you know what I mean. He simply was kind of known as a jerk. So this all happened in fifth grade, but all the way back in first grade, this kid was already known as a jerk for a lot of reasons. So the spoiled rich kid's dad basically owned the entire town that they were in. By that, I mean he owned the restaurant chain. He owned all the property in the mall. He owned dot, dot, dot continuously. Basically, not literally everything, but you guys understand, he basically ran the town in a sense. So uh, it all started in first grade when there was the teacher decided to do, oh, what does your parent do for work day? I don't know if you guys ever had that. I never did. I'm not sure how I feel about that, but some schools do it. And so kids, some kids would be like, oh, my dad's a doctor. My dad's a plumber. My dad does Uber driver. I don't really know. A lot of different stuff, right? But when the spoiled rich kid went up to say what his dad did, he basically said, my dad owns all of your parents. They work for my dad. So you should treat me like that because if you're mean to me or you don't do exactly what I say, I'll call up my dad and you guys will go homeless. Obviously, the teacher and everyone was not very happy about that. So the spoiled kid was pulled aside, got a yelling. His parents were called in. However, while the subscriber... Chris wasn't 100% sure. He wasn't in on the meeting with the parents and the teacher, obviously, because why would he be there? But rumor was, rumor has it that basically the parents came in, or the dad, and gave more or less a slap on the wrist of the son, but basically that's an expression for nothing, right? They basically did nothing is what I'm trying to say. So yeah, sure enough, right, the uh, subscriber from day one knew that the spoiled kid well, the spoiled kid basically would be able to get away with anything, and the spoiled kid also knew this, because imagine if the spoiled kid actually got in trouble for saying that kind of stuff, well, then maybe he would have acted differently, maybe he would have cleaned up. But the spoiled kid did not get in trouble for saying that kind of stuff. So from that point on, the spoiled kid became worse and worse. And that brings us to where our story starts, one day in fifth grade. I know I started the story like a couple minutes ago saying, 
we're starting one day in fifth grade, then I went on to give context for three minutes. Now we're actually starting. I thought that piece of context was pretty important though, but this all started one day in fifth grade. So one day in class, the teacher was going around and basically talking about a really big test that they were having. So there was a pretty big exam that was coming up and uh, I bet you can guess, the spoiled rich kid wasn't about to study for this exam. So uh, yeah, the teacher was basically explaining to everyone how big of a test this was, how important of a test this was, and uh, basically saying, hey, I'm giving you two weeks notice. This is just a test covering the material that we've already been you know, covering, right? So if you've been paying attention, I bet you'll do fine, but I'm just gonna let you know, there's a lot of material you're gonna be tested on, so you might as well be studying for the next two weeks. I wanted to give you a heads up, because it is pretty difficult of an exam. You know, it's always cool when the teacher at least gives you a heads up. I always hated stuff like pop quizzes, because like, hey man, sometimes like I can't pay attention to you droning on for like two hours straight. I apologize. I apologize from the bottom of my heart. But you know what, when you tell me that there's a test, all right, you know, the tests are, I, I feel like the point of tests is really just to make sure that you're on track if you slip behind a little bit. Pop quizzes, I'm like, bro, come on now, at least give me a chance. Anyways, though, so when Chris hears this, he's very much like, okay, well, I'm at least going to study a couple days before. I don't know about the whole two-week thing. I kind of feel like it's the same situation when a teacher gives you a project, gives you two weeks to do it. Yeah, man, I'm really doing it two days before. Let's be real. You could give me three months and I'd still do it two days before. That's kind of just how these things work around here. Yeah, but anyways, right, so sure enough, the subscriber Chris is like, okay, I probably got to study for this. So two weeks pass by. Chris, you know, eventually gets to studying in. He does what he needs to do, but... uh. I'd like you guys to guess right now in the comments section, if you have access to comments, if you're watching on TV, I know you don't, but if you're on Spotify or YouTube and you're on your tablet or phone, I want you to comment down below. I want you to comment, yes, the spoiled kid studied, or no, the spoiled kid did not study. Don't cheat. I mean, I guess you guys can pr pr probably likely guess, but don't cheat and go ahead. I want you to pause the video and comment right now. Did the spoiled kid study or did he not study? Yeah, so three... Oh, remember, I'm gonna give you a countdown and then you're gonna see the truth. Three, two, one, no. The spoiled kid did not study. You know why? Because the spoiled kid thought he could get out of this. So basically, this was a new teacher. And this teacher was not like the other teachers. This teacher was like 65 years old. He was a guy who's been doing teaching for the longest time. He genuinely enjoys teaching, but also he is fairly financially independent meaning that you know, if he didn't have this job, he'd be all right. He low-key could retire, but he just genuinely likes teaching so much that he's gonna teach anyways. That might've sounded like unnecessary details, but trust me, it is extremely important for the story, so pay attention. So yes, that was a detail that the spoiled kid underestimated. Um, so basically, the day of the test, the teacher's like, all right, everyone, you know, this is a pretty big exam. I've been seeing the work you guys have been doing and I know you will all do all right because I've seen the studying you've done. Anyways, I'm gonna pass out this exam, do the best, and we're gonna have a chill week next week because this is such a big deal. So the teacher walks around handing out the exam to everyone and you know, Chris is a little bit nervous, but once he starts diving into the material, he starts to realize, okay, no, this is the stuff that I studied. Yeah, I'm not gonna get 100% on this, but I'm gonna do pretty good because you know, I put in the work and that's all we really gotta do. So anyways, Chris goes through. And, you know, he was doing his test and he looks over at the spoiled kid, not looking for answers, but, you know, I, I don't know if you guys do this, but I, I don't look at other people's answers. But what I'll do is I'll look around to see 
how far other people are, you know, I'll, I'll see how far people are on their tests. I'm actually real curious if I'm falling behind, if I'm about right. Like, it re I really should just be focusing on my exam because it doesn't help out to know where other people are at. But I'm always just so curious if other people are blowing past me or I need to catch up or I need to chill out because I'm going way too fast and maybe I'm speeding along too much, right? Anyways, though, so the subscriber looks over at the spoiled kid and he has written down nothing. Yeah, so the spoiled kid has written down nothing on the exam, which, like, here's the thing. If you guys do not study for exams, which you totally should, it's an, I think it's a good thing. You should do well in school, guys. But let's say you go into the exam and you have no idea. And let's say you're looking at these questions and you genuinely have no idea. Obviously, make an educated guess. But at a minimum, put down an answer, put down something, unless this is some kind of test that would prefer you to write nothing than give a guess. Like, I don't, those tests are stupid. Oh, I don't know if you heard that, but we got some thunder in the distance. I uh, apologize if that interrupts the video at any points. But anyways, just put down something. So the subscriber, Chris, was just so, like, confused. Why on earth this would even happen? Like, why would this kid, the spoiled kid, not even write down anything on the exam? It just genuinely made no sense to Chris. It's going to make sense in a second. But at the moment, it doesn't make a lot of sense. I'm sure you guys are confused. And if I was watching this story, I would probably be confused at this very point as well. Anyways, though. So yeah, eventually Chris goes up and hands in the exam. And at this time, he also sees the spoiled kid walk up to hand in his exam. But Chris checked in five minutes ago and the kid hasn't written anything down. Unless this kid somehow was waiting for like, I don't know, someone to send him the answer sheet, which totally could have happened. Like maybe the spoiled kid was waiting for a kid that he already paid off to like finish the exam and then leave the classroom, go on his phone, send a text message with all the answers. And then the spoiled kid, Loki, I'm giving you guys good ideas. Don't use this again. Don't use this for evil though. The spoiled kid was just waiting, got a text message with all the answers and quickly filled it in. That, I mean, that's just a hypothetical. I just came up with my mind, but no, he goes up with a blank test. So obviously Chris is going to be slowly on, like Chris is like tying his shoe. You know, when you want to like, kind of like stay in a certain place but it's kind of awkward because maybe you want to listen in on something so you tie your shoe again, but basically you're just trying to stand there and not be awkward and make it obvious that you're paying attention. Well, that's exactly what Chris is doing. Yeah, so Chris is listening in, trying to figure out exactly what is going on here because it's a little weird. Like, come on, man, like that's kind of strange. Bro actually is just not going to write any answers and hand in the test. Like that's an automatic zero. But basically... He overhears the spoiled kid looking at the teacher and being like, I wrote nothing down, but I want a B on this test. And the spoiled kid's like, I'm not asking for 100%. I'm not even asking for an A. I'm asking for a B. And the teacher's like, kind of laughs and looks at him and says, like, son, if you want to be on this test, you better go sit down and write some stuff down if you want any chance of a B on this test, because it looks like all your answers are blank right now. So that's when the spoiled kid is like, ah, oh, yes, I forgot. You're new around here. Well, if you don't know, my name is, and he says his first and last name. And the teacher's like, yep, I know. I take roll to call every single day. I know your name. And the spoiled kid's like, well, then do you know my father? And then says his father's full name. And the teacher's like, uh, no. And the spoiled kid's like, ah, okay. Well, that makes sense. So you are new here, so I'm going to let this slide. Basically, my dad owns the entire school and the entire town and everything around here. And if you want to be on my good side, make sure you keep your job and enjoy living here, 
well then just give me a B. Look, dude, I'm not asking for an A. I'm not asking for 100%. I'm not even asking for a B plus. I'm asking for a B. I'm not asking for you to give me something that is so ridiculous that's going to raise some red flags. You're literally going to be chilling, bro. Like, don't need to sweat it. All you got to do is just give me an A. Like, give me a B. And the teacher's like, like, son, I don't think you understand the situation going on here. And the spoiled kid's like, I don't think you understand the situation going on here. So it's this awkward kind of like moment of both of them don't really know what to, I mean, it's this kind of tension because obviously the spoiled kid's like, come on, man, like, you really want the smoke, right? And the teacher is explaining, like explains to the spoiled kid, like, look, I've been, teacher, I've been a teacher for a very long time. I do this out of pleasure. It's no longer a necessity. One thing I will not do is mess with my morals or my, like, my personal standing on what I believe is right and what I believe is wrong just because some snot-nosed kid decides to threaten me. So obviously it's getting very contentious right now. Bit of a, a fight, in a sense, is starting to brew. Not an actual physical fight. They're not about to go ham on each other, you know what I mean? But at the same time, clearly something is up. Something is going down. So at this point, the spoiled kid says, look, I get it. You're a good guy. You've been doing this forever. But if you live here and you want to keep your job here and you want to keep being such a good teacher that you are, well, then I suggest you give me a B. Look, dude, I'm not asking for anything crazy. The teacher says, you're asking me to cheat and you're asking me to lie on your behalf. Like, I don't care who your father is. Your grade will be equivalent or representative of the work that you've done on this test. That is just how it will go. So... At this point, I think the spoiled rich kid, Loki, kind of was hoping or thought, I don't know if he actually thought this, maybe he was just hoping, but he kind of went up to the teacher and said, like, look, you can say what you want, I'm going to give you this test, and if I get a B, then we'll have no problems, but if I get anything lower, well, then there will be problems. Basically trying to be like, okay, teacher, if you got to put on a front, because some people at this point were actually kind of paying attention to this, because this was all going down in public, basically the spoiled rich kid was kind of like, look, teacher, if you got to put on a front, because like people are paying attention and you can't have this like slip out like, okay, give me the failing grade or whatever. But if you actually do give me a failing grade, you're going to have problems. You know what I mean? So at this point, Chris is like, wow, like I knew the spoiled rich kid was up to some nonsense, but I don't think Chris, this was the first class in a long time that Chris actually had with a spoiled rich kid. So at this point, he didn't actually know that the spoiled kid has been doing this. Basically, blackmailing teachers for the longest time. You might be thinking, well, this kid's a fifth grader. Like, aren't the teachers going to contact the parent? Well, if you guys remember, in first or second grade, when the parent was contacted, basically did nothing, that kind of spread around the school pretty quickly and definitely spread around the teacher circles, meaning that the teachers are well aware that, yeah, if you contact the parents, they're actually not going to do anything, bro. They're literally not going to do anything, meaning that you could potentially get on their bad side and the thing is, unfortunately, Spoil Kid's dad actually did run the school. Yeah, so anyways, right, sure enough, the Spoil Kid is uh, kind of doing a little standoff with the teacher. And about a week later, they get their grades back. So the teacher goes around class handing out the paper. Everyone's paper is handed back to them face down so that no one can, you know, peek at their grade as it goes down their piece of paper and that, you know, they can have a little bit of privacy. So the teacher comes around and... Chris receives a B. He's very satisfied with that. He, you know, he maybe could have studied harder, but he also did pretty well. He put in enough work that he, a B made sense, right? 
But he looked over at the spoiled kid. And as the spoiled kid turned, like flipped over the piece of paper, you could see, first of all, the spoiled kid's face kind of went pale a little bit. Because I think this is the first time that basically the bribery slash blackmail did not work. And then you saw his face start to get red like a tomato. As he crumpled up the test in his hand and shoved it in his backpack, the spoiled kid got up and stormed out of the classroom. The teacher looked over, noticed this, nonchalantly brushed it off, and went back to talking to the class, saying, okay, guys, most of you guys did very well. If any of you guys got a grade that you weren't satisfied with, you can feel free to schedule a time with me after class. We can go over ways and strategies to which we, you can do better on the next test, and also some extra credits slash other opportunities that I do give if, kid, if you guys are very much wanting to change your grade for whatever reason. Right, continuing on with class. So the teacher at this point had no idea what the spoiled kid had in store. Remember, this kid has received everything that he's ever wanted in his entire life. This kid has never been told no. And for the first time ever, the kid has been not publicly humiliated, but humiliated, kind of in public, not fully in public, but has basically been humiliated. And the spoiled kid has a very twisted and warped sense of reality. This kid believes that everything he does is justified because every, because he, be, he, he believes that he deserves everything. Therefore, if something happens, he, des, like, he deserves everything, right? If he believes something, it is truth. It is the word of God. It is this reality, right? However, the spoiled kid is about to take it way, way, way too far. You know, if you guys have been paying attention to the title of this video, y'all probably, probably already know where this is going. Real quick, if you made it this far into the video, comment school down below. School is going to be the secret word of the day. And basically, it's not that many people. I don't, okay, maybe a lot of people, but not everyone's going to make it this far into the video. And I have you guys comment the secret word down below just to see how many people made it this far into the video. Think of it like a little secret word that only people know to comment if they made it this far. So go ahead and comment that down below. I will try and heart a bunch of comments on this video, and especially the ones that say the secret word. Also, if you guys are Spotify users, you, if you don't already know, I have a Spotify podcast in which all these stories go up there. So if you like listening on Spotify better or you want to download stuff for the go and you don't have YouTube Premium, then Spotify is a good way to do it. Uh, the link is in the description or you can simply look up Connor Pugs. And if you're listening to this on Spotify and you don't know I have a YouTube channel, well, most of these stories are actually from YouTube, if not all of them. And you, there's more stories on YouTube that I don't have on Spotify, so make sure to check me out. Connor Pugs on YouTube. Finally, if you guys want to submit a story to me, all you got to do is very simple. Go to Instagram, make an account if you don't already have one, look up Connor Pugs, drop me a follow because you must be following me to send me a DM. I have that as a setting, right? And then send me a message with your story. I go through those all the time. If I even go through those that are sent months ago, because I, I just scroll really far down. And uh, yeah, that's the way to send me a, a story. And if, even if you don't have a story, drop me a follow in there. And by the way, finally, before we get back to the story, if you have Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, Threads, which is the new Twitter app, if you have any of those social media sites, Snapchat, look up Connor Pugs. I have that username on every single one and follow slash add me on all of those. I really would appreciate it. It helps me make more content, collab with people, and final plug, let's get back to the story, because as you know, the spoiled kid's about to do something crazy, bro. Yes, so anyways, one day, Chris was in class, 
And this was actually, sorry, not one day, a couple hours after the spoiled kid stormed away, Chris was in his couple periods later class. He was just sitting there, he was zoning off. I mean, I don't know if you guys have the same experience, but after like a really hard test, your brain is just fried, at least for me, I just can't do anything too high intensity afterwards. So unfortunately for the classes, teachers that Chris had right after, well, hey bro, he's not paying attention, but it's understandable at least. So Chris is zoning out in his next period class, and that's when he's shocked back into reality, when basically you hear, me, 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 fire alarm going off. So the teacher's like, all right, class, we've done this in drills, single file, file line. At this point, most kids think, think it's a drill. They actually have pretty frequent fire drills two to three, four times a year, right? So they have a few drills. They were actually... They were, they, they kind of had been in a dry spell for fire drills. So a lot of kids were like, all right, well, here's the fire drill, whatever. So they walk in single file line and they're walking down the uh, hallway. And this is when they realize that it's no longer a drill. They realize it is no longer a drill. Well, when, when they walk down the hallway, they start to smell. You don't, you don't see it first, but they smell it first. They start to smell smoke starts to like percolate the insides, inner hairs of their nose, right? Because Chris is like, something's like, someone doing a barbecue in here? Nah, Chris, no one was doing a barbecue, bro. Spoiled rich kids set fire to the school. That's what happened. So at this point, like the teacher, like the teacher starts to like, kind of like energize a little bit, kind of freak out a little bit, not like panic, but kind of be like, oh shoot, this is legit. I think even the teacher herself was kind of like, oh, it's another drill, come on students. So basically the teacher immediately whips out her phone and she's like on some group chat, group call, whatever type thing. She's calling people and she's like, all right guys, we actually have to go the other way. So they turn the single file line and they go down the other side of the hallway, which is actually the other, so normally they always go the same way for a fire drill, but basically they were heading towards the fire. So they were quickly turned around and escorted outside. So Chris joined his class as well as everyone else in the school outside on the yard as they're all sitting outside. They hear fire engines in the background, fire trucks appear, and smoke starts to billow out of the, out of the, uh, out of like the windows, out of the hall. Very clearly, there's an actual fire going on. Yeah, so at this point, some of the kids start to freak out because they realize it's an actual fire. Like, I don't know, they were probably singing, ah, man, whatever, it's just another fire drill. But now they start to realize it's an actual fire. So the police department are there, the fire department are there, and all the smoke's coming out of the school. Like, parents are starting to pull up, and, like, it is a mess. It is a scene. And you know who is there? The spoiled rich kid. He's standing there with all the other kids. But he has this kind of smug look on his face. It's very weird, because Chris is kind of looking around the crowd, and it really stands out, because everyone else in the crowd has this kind of scared look, shocked look, freaked out, interested look, whatever, right? But the spoiled rich kid has this very calm slash smug look on his face. It was, it just really didn't fit into place. It was very, very weird. So that was one thing that kind of like threw Chris off. But what happened next was absolutely insane. So the police department, a bunch of police officers are like talking with um, the school staff and the school guards or whatever, right? And that's when they pull out, they go, like, they pull out this, like, 
this, they, they're all looking at this device together. A device that hosts footage from security cameras. And that's when Chris watches, almost in slow motion, it feels like. So it's so just a crazy moment for him that the police, the school teachers, and the security guard all start walking towards the spoiled rich kid. And the spoiled rich kid doesn't see this coming until they basically spawn in right next to him. At that point, the spoiled rich kid is super thrown off guard. It's like, ah, like, what are you guys doing here? Yeah, so anyways, right, sure enough, uh, the, basically the police officers, the school teachers, and the staff are all around the spoiled rich kid. And he starts to look a little panicked. He's like, oh, well, what's going on, officer? And at this point, uh, Chris is close enough to hear and see what is happening. And the police officer is like, turn around, son. And the spoiled kid's like, no, like, I don't need to do that. Like, why would I do that? And the, and the police officer says, you are, you know, you are under arrest for, like, the suspicion of, of arson and of, like, arson and, like, setting fire to the school. I don't know exactly what he said, but something along those, along those lines. And the spoiled rich kid starts laughing. He's like, you guys don't have any proof that I did that, which is a pretty crazy way to react to allegations of you setting the school on fire. Um, instead of being like, I didn't do that, officer. Like, why would you think that? Laughing and saying, you don't have any proof is crazy. And that's when the security guard whips out this device, this iPad, whatever type device, showing security camera footage. So while Chris didn't exactly see the security camera footage, it, we can incur that it is most likely footage of either the spoiled kid with some kind of material that would be able to set the school on fire, him actually doing the act, or something that shows kind of definitive proof that, you know, it's him. So when the spoiled kid looks at this, you can see this look of like, like the confidence is wash right off of his face when, he, when this happens, right? You see the look of confidence is completely melt away. And that's when he's like, I'm gonna give you guys a one chance. If you, if you let me go right now and we forget about this, my dad will not ruin your lives. And the police officers look at each other and then they look at him, they're like, son, not even your dad can save you from this.